Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at you, reminding you to follow us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts Pod and to subscribe to the podcast everywhere. It's on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you can think of for free. I'm here once again with my dude, Mr. Brandon Robertson. What up, B? Yo, what's up, Angelo? How you doing on this cold snowy april day here in pittsburgh oh couldn't be any better man the, the weather's crazy here it is the uh, nice, pittsburgh pirates home opener and it's snowing yep it's awesome and then i think you know when, when the penguins played outside um earlier a couple like a month ago it was like 60 degrees it's ridiculous it was, it was. it's ridiculous i don't know what's going on but uh we've got an amazing episode here for everybody uh, we are so stoked to have the guests here today. So, Brandon and everyone listening, please help me in welcoming. We've got Ryan and Patrick from Seaway. What up, dudes? Yo, Ryan and Patrick. What's going on, hey, guys? What's up, boys? What's shaking, guys? You ever on the West Coast? Uh, no, actually, we're in St. Louis. St. Louis, that's it. Feels like it. There we go. I, yeah. I knew it was somewhere you beyond where I was. So, what's it like over there, guys? Yeah. Is it feeling good? Oh, yeah. It's real nice out here. Better weather, weather than in Canada, maybe. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, I think it's snowing back home right now, so it's nice to be out here. There you go. You guys uh, been to St. Louis before? Oh, yeah. This is maybe our fifth time. Yeah, yeah okay. we've come to record a few times. Yeah. So you guys are, like, uh, traveling veterans. You've been around uh, definitely with the band, and we want to talk about that. Uh, in this very first segment. So, Seaway, you guys have had a busy 2017 so far. Currently, you're on a U.S. tour supporting Simple Plan and their 15th anniversary of no pads, no helmet, just balls. So, guys, I think there's about a week of shows left on this tour. How has it been so far? It's been pretty awesome. Uh, we've been playing a lot of really nice venues. We're playing a lot of new people. Uh Simple Plan and Set It Off are all really great guys, so we've been having a great time on this tour so far. Yeah, the crowd's been uh, been a little different this tour. Simple Plan fans, for the most part, haven't really heard of us yet. Uh, but the shows, like most of them, have been sold out. So it's definitely like a fan building tour. Now, you guys have been all over the country here just within the last few weeks. What has been your favorite city or show? so far what's been the most electric for you um on this tour i think my favorite stop has been chicago we played two back-to-back dates at the house of blues oh, okay. and we also had an off we also had an off day before and after those shows so we were there for like four days we got a lot of friends there so that was a good it almost felt like a, a break from the tour um yeah, those shows are really good. Um, that was really awesome. And then Detroit was really good right after that. that. That was a really good show. Now, we're talking about some of the good times of the tour, and, and I'm sure there's more of those than bad. But I'm just kind of curious, have there been any touring fails or hiccups along the way with all these dates and every moving piece? There's got to be, you know, a blooper every once in a while, right? Um, definitely in the past. This tour has been pretty smooth. It's, uh, I don't know, the drives have been all right. We've never really had to deal with, like, van breakdowns or anything. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of this tour if anything, uh, 
Anything happened? Not really. I mean, <laughs> knock on wood, this tour's been pretty smooth. Yeah, we don't uh, want to jinx or past, anything. Yeah, exactly. Still about um, a week to go on past, it. You know, we've had we've had break-ins in the van and stuff. Like, you know, shit just happens when you're spending that much time on the road. But as far as this tour goes, I mean, we're we, we're gotten off pretty scot-free so far. I don't know if it's because uh, just you know social media being as huge as it's been the last you know decade or so, and all these GoFundMe pages and whatnot. But I've been seeing that a lot of touring bands have been like getting their vans and, and, and such broken into. It's like kind why? of an epidemic. What's, what's going on uh, w- with, with all this happening? I mean, why, why are bands getting targeted? Uh, well, I think just like career criminals in shitty parts of cities just know that when they see just like rundown looking vans parked outside venues, like they're not going to have security systems on them and they're going to have a lot of valuable gear in them. So they're pretty easy targets. Yeah. I feel like it's not really interesting either. I feel like it's probably been going on forever. It's just like, right. like you said, with social media, it's just a lot more prevalent now, but like, you know, it's not like they just decided to start robbing bands right. in the last few years. Like I'm sure it's been going on forever. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a sad truth about, uh, the touring world and, and things like that. But look, dudes, we're glad to hear that this store has not had, you know, any fails or, or, you know, interesting stories that we can talk about. That's good news. That means that everybody's safe and, and doing just fine. So we can get down with that. Yeah. Now I'm uh, always intrigued. I know you guys are, you guys are from Canada. So this to you is, you know, leaving the country and, uh, and touring here in the States, but I'm always interested in talking to bands about their experience uh, going overseas uh, across the pond to the UK. You guys were over there earlier in 2017, right? Yeah, we were. Have you guys been over there before touring? <clears throat> yeah, that was our fourth time going over, I guess. Wow. Um, we supported a couple bands, yeah, the three times before. We supported Neck Deep, we supported uh, As It Is, and then Knuckle Puck. So, this last time over was our first time headlining. It was really great. What is it? What's it like to to tour over in the UK? Is it different? Is there a different process that you guys have to go through as a band? Um, you know, whether it be you know, load in, press, getting there, whatever, it, whatever the case may be. Is there differences? Um, no. I mean, um. In terms of like the music scene, it's really good pretty much everywhere around the UK. Yep. Like some of our best shows have been in the UK for sure. Um, but like when it comes to like just the touring process, it's all pretty much the same except the drives, even the long drives are obviously really short right. compared to going around the States. Um, I, like I think getting prepared for it is different because you're like it's not like you're driving five hours to the first day like you know you got to get ready a few days in advance pack everything up you got to fly everything over so I guess in a sense that's different but like once you land it's it's uh, it's business as usual kind of just getting to the venues and, and loading in and all that kind of stuff. Was there a particular highlight to your most uh, recent endeavor in the UK uh, that that you'd like to mention? I, I think the final show was like a definite, definite highlight for our band. Um, it was just, uh, it was in London. It was a really cool venue called the Underworld, and uh, I guess I guess it didn't quite sell out, but it got pretty damn close. And 
I think for our band, that's pretty cool because it's a pretty nice, decent-sized room. So it was a great, great show. Uh, everyone was really into it, and we had a, a great night. You guys have been pretty busy. I mean, what do you what do you do in your downtime? What like on tour? You know, you guys have have had a busy year so far. You know, I'm sure there's some downtime, maybe a day at most in between dates or even the couple hours that you have. I mean, how do you try to just kind of keep things normal while you're traveling and, and busting your ass and rocking your ass out on stage for everybody? Is there a way to keep some normalcy? Um, I mean, there definitely are. We keep talking about trying to plan some stuff for, for some of the off days, but there haven't been too many of them this tour. We actually, we've been, we've had a few off day shows we've been booking so we haven't really had much downtime. Actually, yesterday we did absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, sounds good, though. Yesterday. We got a hotel yeah, yeah. and just sat in it the entire day, just watched TV. Guys, so as I was doing some research on your band, and of course I've listened to you in the past, but getting ready for an interview with a band is just a little bit different than being a fan of the band. So as I was going through, I remember seeing an article uh, from back in December uh, from Alt Press, where Seaway was one of the bands in their most anticipated punk and pop punk albums of 2017. Um, now, I was digging to see if you guys have made any kind of announcements or releases. Um, and if you haven't, I'm I'm pretty sure it's not going to be here on Spinning Thoughts. But of course it is. Maybe. <laughs> um, but I'm curious, guys. Um, what else is there? Uh, that you could tell us on the album. I couldn't find an album name or a release date. Do you have any more information? Um, we don't have either of those. Yeah, but... <laughs> none of those exist yet. Okay. Uh, we're actually we spent the last few months demoing, uh, uh, both in Toronto and in Massachusetts with uh, Derek Hoffman and Alan Day, who both worked on our on Colorblind. Yep. And um, we're basically taking those demos to uh, Mike Green in L.A. after this tour and going to record the record there. But in terms of album name, release date, nothing's set in stone yet. A little too uh, premature right now then. Um, let's say this, though. Are we still anticipating this for 2017? That was my question. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. it'll, be, it'll be out in the fall at some point. Gotcha. We don't have like a definitive date or anything, but now, yeah, recording it uh, in a couple weeks, and, and it'll be out in the fall. That's kind of all we have right now. So And it's fucking dope, too. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I can't wait. I know a lot of people are talking about it. Colorblind was a fantastic album, and I love the adjectives in describing it. Um, Brandon and I always encourage bands to swear on our podcast and sometimes they don't. So we fucking appreciate you doing it. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, now, so this tour is ending, I think on the 18th of, of April, you said in a couple weeks, you'll be heading out to record. Um, how much time yep. off do you have from tour until recording? Uh, about eight hours. <laughs> really? We, we drive from the last show in San Francisco to LA. What's so you're not drive? even going home. No, San Diego to L.A. Oh, sorry. San Diego to L.A. And that's when we start. So not even going home, just diving right in. Yeah. With the adrenaline from the tour. I I think that's a great idea. That is awesome. Yeah, it worked out with with the timing of this tour ending and and 
the location of it. So we uh, we left for this tour packing up for two months, basically. So maybe you know the answer to this. Maybe you don't. Are we expecting an EP or an LP with this next guy or girl? LP. <laughs> okay, we're going full length then, huh? Back to back. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, is there is there um Brandon and I always argue not even argue cuz not that we disagree necessarily but I think it's an interesting topic the, the like EP versus LP kind of thing these days uh the single bass culture that we're in why choose to do uh another full length curious Uh I guess cuz we have to label on it <laughs> <laughs> That's a simple enough but, uh, answer isn't it yeah, so yeah. If it were EPs up to you, cool. would you want it to be an LP? Um, mm, probably not. EPs are are nice to just, especially like with this new one, for this new record, we're like changing, changing up the sound a little bit, and EPs are cool for testing out new stuff yeah. before taking on the pressure of, of an entire record. But, uh, yeah, no, we're pretty much just going for it. <laughs> Balls to the wall. We appreciate it. Now, yeah. um, in this same article that I was talking about with Alt Press, um, you were saying that you were starting to get comfortable with Pure Noise, uh, and that was aiding in the process of creating the new al- album. Now, Pure Noise is home to some really incredible artists. What's it been like uh, being a part of that family of really amazing music. Uh, you know, it's cool. I don't know. They, 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 they let us, uh, you know, give us some freedom, but also, you know, let us know what they are kind of expecting out of us. So, I mean, it's been cool. With this album, what's been, where, I mean, I guess maybe I don't even understand where you guys are at with the album. Do you have all the songs, songs done and now they just need to be recorded. Like in your mind, do you know the layout of the album, or is that still all in the works? Uh, it's loosely there. Uh, we've got like most of the album totally done, but then there's a bunch of songs we're still working on, and we potentially might write a couple more. Uh, we'll see. I mean, as of now, we kind of have a rough album done but it the finished product will definitely look completely different i'm sure <laughs> yeah like we have enough we have enough songs right now but it, there's a lot you know we're gonna build on what are you guys most excited about with this new album that um there's a lot of anticipation for i don't know i mean like i said it sounds a lot different i'm kind of excited to just see what people's reactions are to it and and that's always one of the the best parts of releasing an album. You, 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 there's so much work that goes into it, and so much time from really creation to final product to being on the market that getting the fan reaction, um, and and then feeding that into your live shows is is quite quite the experience. Um, if you guys could then, and I know. Uh, you've told us about what you can on this album, about what exists, but um, in your own words. Describe the album to somebody um, who who really just wants to know. I feel like we, we kind of just went with the parts of Colorblind that we, that we really liked. We kind of chose farther, so maybe the bit of the poppier side, bit of the more rocky side. 
and just kind of push those farther. Kind of, I don't know. It's definitely slower than our old stuff. Um, while maintaining the energy. Um, we always like to give a song for the listeners here of Spinning Thoughts to kind of jam out to halfway through just to kind of break it up a little bit. So, uh, But what we're going to do is we're going to play off of Colorblind, which is the latest album from Seaway. We're going to play Stubborn Love for everybody. What do you guys think? Sweet. Sounds great. Good choice. All right. Let's do it, guys. Here's Stubborn Love from Seaway. It was the year you wouldn't admit it But you wished so hard That things would fall apart on me Cause I ruined you and I couldn't quit it You lost your mind over mine And I gave up This cycle is getting old the line some time ago Cause tonight Your head falls around your ears And it makes me wanna stay But I'm keeping at a distance For all the decisions that I've made To be gone To stay gone
So that was Stubborn Love from Seaway off of their latest album, Colorblind. There's going to be some new music coming in 2017, and we're all super stoked about it. Now, guys, before we move on from Stubborn Love, is there any kind of background or insight you can provide uh, about this song, whether it be how you came up with it, any funny times during the creation? Um, we just like to hear a little bit about the song we just jammed to. Honestly, not really. Andrew, the other guitarist, is the one asked about that. He wrote the majority of that song. Gotcha. Um, I think it came together I mean, instrumentally pretty casually. Um, I think I actually came up with that kind of starting riff, and then Andrew just took it away and, and wrote wrote the rest of the song around it. But, it's definitely one of our favorites to play live. It's very, uh, a lot more dynamic. Or a very dynamic song for us so we always like playing that one I'm glad you said that because I, I usually do factor in a question about like a favorite to jam live and I didn't this time uh, so I'm glad you said that now over just even more broad than guys is there a song off of Colorblind that you're most proud of or one that you just enjoy the most I really enjoy playing Airhead live that's definitely one of my favorites but also, one we never play live, Big Deal, is probably, might be my favorite off the record. Have you filtered in any new songs into your live set that might be featured on this new album? Oh, no, no, no. Not yet. Okay. But we're talking about it pretty soon. All right. Some good stuff coming, guys. We're really excited. Now, um, before we move on to some fun segments here toward the end of this episode, um, what I want to know is what else is coming down the pipeline for you guys? You've been doing a bunch of touring at the beginning. Uh, we're heading into like mid-year almost. Uh, you're going to be finishing touring and jumping into the studio. Uh, beyond the release of the new album, what else is going to be happening in 2017 for you guys? You're going to be on any music festivals, any other tours lined up. Give us uh, some insight to the rest of the year. Uh, directly after we're recording, we're going over to the UK to do Slam Dunk Fest. Nice. Congrats. That's awesome. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. We did that two years ago, and it's like, I think all of our favorite festivals to play, it's just like, it's three days, a lot of friends on the, on the, on the festival, uh, always a really good time. So we, we basically like, yeah, finish the tour, go into record, drive from California to Toronto, and then get on a plane right away. So it'll be a, a busy one, but it's going to be fun. And then... Uh, we get home from the UK and then we're kind of taking the summer off to prep stuff for the album, maybe some music videos and stuff like that. Nice. Just kind of behind the scenes stuff. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, nothing else that we have planned is announced yet, so we can't really say too much, but we'll right. be, uh, we'll be doing a, another American tour in the fall. Uh, we'll be going to some new places this year, which we're really excited about. Um... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of all I can say, unfortunately. But that's we'll okay. Be, we'll be just as busy the second half of the year as we were the first half. Awesome. Now, what dynamic of being in a band do you guys enjoy the most? I, I, um, Brandon and I play in some bands. The part that I love the most is really like the writing, the creative process. I find an immense amount of joy there where, where do you guys see yourselves falling on that spectrum you more of like the you enjoy the creative process writing the music or getting you know together with the band and just jamming and rocking out live 
Um, definitely a fan of both sides. Um, I actually really enjoy like being in the studio probably more well I don't know it's kind of hard to say not more than like writing but it's like really rewarding laying down everything that you've written and worked on yeah and like the pressure is kind of relieved because there's always tons of pressure especially when you're putting together like a full length um yeah being in the studio is probably one of my favorite parts about being in a band in general yeah, I think for me, it's probably the other side. I mean, I enjoy getting in the studio with everyone um, and working on that stuff. But I think just like the live setting and feeding off of a crowd and, you know, when there's like a big group of people that's, you know, singing along, uh, I guess I really feed off of that. And I guess I guess that's probably my favorite part of it. Of course, you You've got you've to dig both sides to be a healthy band um, and, and to be able to keep doing the things you want to achieve. But it's, it's magical to me. Um, it's almost like a dream. You know, when you first wake up from a dream, everything seems so real still. It, it, it's very vivid. But as time passes, you start to forget bits and pieces of the dream. Going into the studio, it's like bringing a dream to life. Like you're hearing everything kind of that only you can hear in your head. Uh, to the table for everybody else to hear. I think it's absolutely incredible. Um, but of yeah, course, exactly. of course, the energy and like bringing people together and and being in that same space and vibing together. Yeah, there's really nothing like that too. It's a it's a tough one to pick. Um, this is a first time ever, guys, uh, that we're doing this on the podcast. But I feel like getting Brandon involved a little bit more here. So, here here's what we're doing. We're going to do a segment called Toast the Host, and and that host is going to be Brandon, not me. I have a low self-esteem. I wouldn't be able to handle um, I wouldn't be able to handle any negativity. So here's what we're doing. All right. You guys are from Canada. Brandon's from America. I'm going to ask you guys, I think it's six true or false questions that pertain to your country. And we're going to see and you guys are going to work collectively together. Just true or false. And then we're going to ask Brandon six questions, and we're going to see who has the most correct. What do you think? You guys ready to battle? Sweet. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, gents. Well, since you are the guests on the pod, you're going to go first. You down with that? Cool. All right, Brandon, you got to just sit tight here real quick. I'm going to ask the questions. Mm -hmm. Brandon does not have the questions. He doesn't have the answers here. This is uh, totally legit. All right, dude. So, true or false? Canada has more lakes than the rest of the world's lakes combined. True. Is that what you guys are going with? Sure. True is correct. All right, there we go. You guys got a shit ton of lakes. All right. Nice. Next up, Canada consumes more macaroni and cheese than any other nation in the world. True or false? I I could see it being true because Kraft Dinner is Canadian. Uh, that also seems like a pretty egregious statement, though. <laughs> I think it's true. Let's go with true. We're doing true. You guys, you guys would be right. It is true. You nice. guys consume more mac and cheese than any other nation. It, do you guys like mac and cheese? What an accomplishment. Yeah. Kraft Dinner for life, bro. <laughs> All right. Next up. Uh, true or false? 
Renting pornography in Canada is illegal, but buying it is legal. Wait, renting is illegal, but buying is legal? Correct. Um, uh, I gotta like, like what on like online or what? You can't. You cannot rent pornography in Canada. You, it, it's illegal to rent it. Uh, I guess in but any means. But you can buy online subscriptions. You can you can buy to own, but I guess you can't rent. Is that true or I false? Mean, I mean, I'm a kid. I remember going to the video store with my parents and there being the, the sectioned off room. Oh, is that how you remember it? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I want to say false. Yeah. Is that what we're doing, false? False. Yeah. You sons of bitches are on. Damn, yeah, on false. On fire. Look at that. Three for three. It is false. It All is. Right. Nice. We've got, we've got a few more, and then we're going to go on to Brandon. Uh, prostitution oh. is legal in Canada. I don't know. Why I was picking all these things. Um, but buying the services of a prostitute is not. So prostitution is legal, but buying the services of a prostitution or a, uh, of a prostitute is not. Uh, I think that's true. What's the difference between prostitution and buying the services of a prostitute? I, that's what I, I don't quite get. I guess the prostitute wouldn't get in trouble, but the person soliciting it would. Uh. I don't know. I'll trust you on this one. I think it's take it. Yeah, I think it's true. You motherfuckers are right again. It is true. You can Holy shit. You, right. you can sell yourself, but you can't buy. So beware. Um, <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, I guess I didn't yeah. understand that. Yeah. Okay, I, I get it. All right. Um, in Canada, you can get your probationary driver's license at 14 years old. False. False. God damn it. Okay, <laughs> it is false. <laughs> How old do you have that to That one be? wasn't too hard. We both drive. <laughs> I, I I wasn't sure, like, if you really knew the lingo behind, like, the law uh, for true. driving, but <laughs> apparently you do. Um, it's 16, Brandon, is what you need to be. To you get can, your learner's You can permit? get your permit at 14, right, guys? Um, yeah. Or wait. I don't even think so. I think it's 16. You go no, in 16. and you write a test, and then you can drive with a parent after that. Yeah. It starts at 16. There we go. 16 it is. Oh, wait, no. No? It could be different by the province, though. Yeah, I can't remember. For me, though, it's 16 years old. You go in, write the test, and then if you pass, you can drive home. Well, that sounds about good enough to me, so we'll stick to that. Um, all right. Canada's official phone number. I don't know if you guys know it or not, but it is 1-800-O-Canada. <laughs> is that true or false? 1-800-O-Canada is the official phone number for Canada. Uh, uh, no. no, false. We say, we're saying false? Yeah, let's say false. Yeah. The answer is true. Your goddamn number oh. is one eight hundred O Canada. What? <laughs> Still Wait, five what five for six is not a not a bad score, guys. Can you believe it though? Oh Canada. Yeah, I I mean, geez, you got to turn Siri off. You can't sing the the anthem without her dialing the phone number to the country. Um, 
All right, guys, here's the last one for you, and then we're going to transition to Brandon. We'll see who won, and there's no prize, so it doesn't really fucking matter. But um, here's, the la- <laughs> <laughs> here's the last one. Police departments in Canada give out positive tickets when they see people doing something positive, true or false? I got to say false, but I'm, I guess I'm not a very upstanding citizen either. So I would (laughs) never have gotten one. (laughs) What's the consensus? Yeah. False. Guys, you must not be nice people because it is true. Apparently if you do good things in Canada, you get positive tickets. Is this nationwide or certain part of Canada? What's the source on that? Yeah. Look, I didn't yeah, where do. Where did you hear that? I didn't do a bibliography. I didn't have a reference page. I did a Google search. So trust me, guys, this is accurate. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, if anybody feels so inclined to do a fact check on me here at the Spinning Thoughts podcast, feel free to. Yeah, uh, we just use alternative facts you here. You will so. find nothing. It will be a waste of time. Yeah, I'd, are, I'd like yeah. to hear from a Canadian that got a positive ticket. <laughs> we'll if, if we have right. any Canadians listening, let us know if there's such a thing as positive tickets. We had Chase Your Words on a couple episodes ago. They're a Canadian band that just signed uh, to uh, Sleeping With Sirens um, uh, label. So... If they, if they know, maybe they can tell us. Now, guys, you got five out of seven right. That's pretty damn fantastic, uh, especially considering that you're, like, traveling the country and actually doing things. Brandon's just lazy as shit. Um, so we'll see how he does. <laughs> and the bar's set high here, too. Uh, All right, guys, so hang tight. This is going to be a quick one for Brandon. We've got seven for you. Be you ready? Yep, let's, this let's is roll them. To see how well he knows America. Ugh. The U.S. government poisoned alcohol in the 20s and 30s, killing over 10,000 people. True or false? True. What do you guys think? Do you think that's true or false? Just curious. Uh, false. The answer is true. The answer is true. We did that. Great. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. looking good. Be careful, guys. Don't drink the alcohol here. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. All right, Brandon, next up. <laughs> that was prohibition. They were trying to fuck people. Yeah, go ahead. Next up, we've got 9 million people are in prisons around the world, and half of them are in the United States. True or false? True. Guys, Seaway, what do we think? Yeah, I think that's true. We have more yeah. people in prison than anybody else in the world. The answer is false. We have a quarter of that population. Bonus uh, points damn. to who can tell me what a quarter of 9 million is. 2.87. Is that right? <laughs> it's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Is that fucking right? I don't know. Um, all right. No, we'll... fuck. It's 2.25. 2. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. You could have stuck with the original. I believed you. Um, so <laughs> that's fine. All right, Brandon. Next up um, in the Toast the Host segment, we've got it is completely legal for teens to buy cigarettes, but it's illegal for them to smoke them. False. You can't even buy cigarettes under 18. Are they not still considered a teen at 18? They probably are, but that's not what you asked. Guys, is it is it legal for teens to buy cigarettes, but illegal for them to smoke them here in the United States? False. No, false. Yeah, it's false. You guys are on the same page. That is false. You can not buy them, but you can smoke them. Apparently, yes, yeah, the opposite. Like you can't buy them, but a cop can't come up to you if you're underage and smoking them and, and 
arrest you. Like you're not, you know what I mean? So right yeah. now, right now, Brandon, you you are trending. Two for three. You're you're doing pretty good. Okay. Next up, the U.S. state with the longest official name is the state of Rhode Island and Providence plantations. True or false? False. Guys, what do you think? You think that that's the official longest state name in in the country? Uh, I didn't even know that was the whole name. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I didn't either, which is what I'm questioning. I don't know. All right, guys, uh, okay. I feel super smart because I know the answer. So you're all fucking wrong. Um, the it is false. Uh, or I mean, the answer is true. What you're saying is false. It's true. The longest official name. In the United States, I guess their official state name is State of Rhode Island and Providence Plantations. Never heard of it. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Again, with the fact checking, you know, if I dare somebody. I, I am squeaky clean over here. It's spinning that squeaky clean. <laughs> um, all right, Brandon, so you can't miss any more. I've got to answer the next positive all the way, on all the the way through. Two. Yep. yep, all right. Ugh. Here we go. The official language of the United States is English. True or false? True. Guys, what do you think? True. True. According to my statistics, that answer is false. Apparently, the United States does not have an official language. I didn't Damn know that. It. I didn't know that. Oh, come on now. That's ridiculous. Um, so, Brandon, you're going to lose, but you're still going to answer the last question. That's ridiculous. There are more McDonald's than public libraries in the United States. True. States, true or false? True. Guys, you've been around the country. What do you think? Is there more libraries uh, or more McDonald's? Every McDonald's town has one McDonald's. library. Every town has five McDonald's. Yeah. Guys, you're making me feel a little nervous about my information here, but according to my statistics, not true. The answer is false. That there are more public libraries than McDonald's in this goddamn country. Wrong. That's Can't gotta you tell? be wrong. Really? We, I've never seen a library here, and we've been around the country a few times. <laughs> Guys, we rank like in the what, like at least in the bottom four or five um, in the world for like math and science. We're good. We're good to go. We've got libraries everywhere. Yeah, you're getting statistics, too. But I guess, too, like, or... there's libraries in schools, right? So maybe that's a bit of a trick question. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I wasn't trying yeah, to trick also... anybody. Yeah, do they consider the um, uh, elementary school library a, a – well, it's not a public library. Now – No, that's – yeah, that's not a public library. That doesn't count. And also, uh, yeah. there's, like, McDonald's – like, public libraries are only in towns and cities and shit. McDonald's are, like, everywhere, everywhere on the highway. Know. Yeah. Like <laughs> – Every highway exit's got one. Guys, I, yeah. I hear I hear the the concern, and I will take it into consideration for the next time we do toast the host, uh, Ryan and Patrick. Thanks for doing that. Now, let me ask you guys this: Do you guys gamble at all? A uh, little bit, yeah. Are you willing yeah, to? There. Are you guys willing to gamble your your win? This is the inaugural win against Brandon. Are you guys willing to risk that to do a, a final showdown, a winner takes all here? Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. Brent. Brent, what do you think? This is your only chance. Yeah, I mean, I have to do it. I've I've already lost my only my only shot. All right, I'm gonna ask a question, and everyone's just got to give their answer. Okay, and we'll see who is right. Uh, so Ryan and Patrick, uh, what is the most popular fruit in the United States? What do you think? Most popular fruit. Yep. I 
like as in the most consumed fruit or the I, most grown fruit let's i would think that it's consumed not grown what is the most purchased fruit in the united states is what i'm thinking um yeah apples yeah. Apples or oranges. Uh, Which one are you going to go with? Yeah, I'm going to go with the opposite of you. I'm in the same boat, so whatever one you say, I'm staying the opposite. <laughs> All right, apples. Oranges, we'll though, for apples. me. All right. Watch well, it be like bananas or something. <laughs> Dude, the, the fucking answer is bananas. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that, <laughs> but it also felt wrong. Um, so, Ryan and Patrick, you guys still win because nobody got it right. Yeah, that, so you that's retain. not a tiebreaker. That didn't break anything. Well, you had a chance, Well, it wasn't Brandon. a tiebreaker. It was a, a double or nothing. Yep, you're right. Um, Ryan and Patrick, fucking congratulations, yeah. guys. You just won. Woo! Yeah. All right. Um, if you guys want to make an announcement that you're not going to be playing your show tonight because you need to celebrate this win on Spinning Thoughts, though, your fans will understand. Okay, cool. Yeah, please. There's a party on the street. Yeah, we'll write him a letter. <laughs> um, now, guys, uh, we've had a really amazing time talking to you here. We appreciate uh, getting down to business a little bit and then playing some of the uh, asinine games here on Spinning Thoughts. Uh, but we are at the end of this episode, episode 44 with Ryan and Patrick from Seaway. Before we sign off, though, guys, is there anything else you'd like to add or anything else you'd like to say to your fans? You guys have been... You've been busy. What do you want to say to these guys and girls? Tell them what we forgot to tell them. Um, just keep an eye out for future updates on our record and tour announcements. Um, follow our socials, Seaway Band, uh, for both Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you've never heard of us or if you've never listened to us, um, uh, listen to us. <laughs> Very uh, convincing. Um, if we're coming to your city soon, we're, we're going to be in California next week. I guess by the time this drops, so come out, come out to a gig. Uh, thanks for your support. Uh, rock on. Don't do drugs. There we go. That's a, it's it, the... unless they make you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never, I've never known a drug that makes me feel good. So, so I guess everyone's going to be sober now. Yep. Thanks, guys. Um, hey, <laughs> Ryan and Patrick from Seaway, thank you so much for being here on Spinning Thoughts. Don't hang up uh, when we say bye. We want to we wanna talk off the air real quick, but thank you for being here. Thank you, guys. Cool. All thank right. you, guys. Thanks for having us, eh? Once again, we want to thank Ryan and Patrick from Seaway for being with us here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Brandon, what you thinking right now? Dude, I always enjoy interviewing bands that are from another country, whether it be Canada or Great Britain, anywhere in the UK. I love that. That's always fun for me. There's a ton to check out from Seaway. They are wrapping up their U.S. tour with Simple Plan. They've got a new album coming here in 2017, so... Keep it on your radar while you're looking in the Seaway. Check out the Spinning Thoughts podcast on Twitter at Spin Thoughts Pod. We're on Facebook and SoundCloud. You can subscribe for free on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere else. Our website is spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, this is Angelo. And this is Brandon. We leave you from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, World Music Megaplex, here at Evergreen Studios. Keep on rocking out with your peace out.